and welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. To behave or run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner, manner. Hello and welcome to episode 50.0. Shout out to Goo Kennedy of the Run Amok Podcast, Drunk Magazine's customer service podcast, offering news, recommendations, and opinions from the world of sports, music, and pop culture. As always, I'm your host, David Stahl, and across from me, via the power of the internet, looking handsome as ever, we have producer Gary. What is going on, my man? What up, my dude? Welcome to episode 50. Who, yeah. who would have thought we would make it this far? I Well, I didn't think we did, but little like people don't know this. We actually made a promise to each other that once we mentioned the name Goo Kennedy on the podcast, then we're done. So this is the last episode then we're done. Yes. Yeah, of the Run Amok podcast. And the thing is, there were so many players named, like who, who had worn number 50. I had so many choices. A million now, yeah, good players anyone, too, right? Now I'm a I'm an NBA historian of yeah. sorts. Have I heard of Goo Kennedy? Of course not. Not even <laughs> Goo Kennedy's uncle has heard of Goo Kennedy. He's like, oh wait, Goo went to the NBA? I thought it became like an orthodontist or something. Nobody knows that Goo Kennedy played in the NBA. However, mm-hmm. how man? How Is that his birth name? Not shout out Goo by birth. Man, I, you know what? That's a great question. Because remember, assume. we had Popeye, who, or who, I can't remember who it was. Popeye? That wasn't his actual. Popeye Jones. Popeye Jones. That wasn't his it's real not his name. Real. Yeah. First name is, no, no. Having a baby Popeye is <laughs> tough or super cute. I don't know. It's, but Goo, goo? I assume, is short for something. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's short for Goop. It's a family name. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, so a little more, it's a little more formal, you know, so friends call him Goo. Keep it, keep it light. Yeah. However, okay, so welcome to episode 50. First of all, we have we have a big episode. We have a sponsor. We have we have a fashion vibe. We have music vibes. We have sports vibes. We have personal life vibes and of course some anti vibes. We it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. We're going to be riding the waves. It's unfortunate that we 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 don't have our partners in crime here today. Mm-hmm. Carson Cooper very busy man this man is is becoming an educator of the youth so he is he's out there right now i assume teaching maybe arithmetic mm-hmm. spelling perhaps any number of some maybe geography history who knows? i don't know history i could go on i could Lots go on. chemistry look yeah. i there the possibilities are endless because jack of all trades master of none that's master Carson of none Cooper. he's always yeah. said that that's been his teaching approach mm-hmm. uh the possibilities are endless because of the simple fact that i don't really listen that well when people are telling me <laughs> details about their life so i really have no idea what he's teaching but we wish him the best of luck caleb was unfortunately unable to make it because well it's a, it's a lovely afternoon right now mm-hmm. and well, i heard news that uh, this l- lovely kid in our neighborhood really nice guy uh bikes around he has a paper route um 
Caleb has a habit of, you know, crashing bar mitzvahs. And this boy, Evan Goldstein, it is his 13th birthday. And Caleb has decided to crash said bar mitzvah for mm-hmm. the open bar. And he texted me, he said, I, I just got this text before we jumped on here. I swear to God, it says, I'm going to make a scene. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I, don't I got know that, that text means. too. It was actually it a group. group it text. doesn't sound good. It does yeah. not sound good. I'm going to make a scene at a bar mitzvah as a 23 year old man. I mean, yeah. I don't love I mean, I was that. expecting him to be on this one, but I know. Well, as we said, he found out this morning that there it was. Going he down. did find out this morning, yeah, and he was pissed he didn't get the invite. Hence, why he's, I think, making a scene yeah. is that he is upset he didn't get the invite to to the bar mitzvah, which would seem like a pretty normal decision by the Goldsteins, but still, um, it's unfortunate they couldn't make it on. So next week, mm-hmm. I, I think we can almost lock in Caleb's return to the podcast. Yeah, it's, for it's, sure. it's it's just the man leaves it. He leads a very busy interesting intriguing life mm-hmm. you know what i mean Is oh it, i know what you mean. he's the most he's in, interesting man in the world people don't know that though yeah sometimes he's in burma forming uh, a coup against the government sometimes he's paintballing a children's hospital there's just like he's a busy man and the thing is is that he he doesn't need this podcast money either so mm-hmm. i it, he doesn't rely on it the same way we do but that being said gary i give you the choice every week we're recording this on september 15th the day before this podcast comes out yep and we were talking before the podcast it does unfortunate because we have some very spicy nba games happening tonight so by the time people listen to this they'll be over so what we can do is we'll give our predictions we'll talk about what's going to happen in this series because i think we can lock in some uh events transpiring Mm -hmm. in these two games happening tonight one a conference finals game one between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat, and a game seven semifinals matchup between the zombie Denver Nuggets, who cannot be killed, yeah, and the LA Clippers, who cannot find any chemistry right now. So before we jump in, Gary, because again, you're running the show, mm-hmm. you're the producer, you choose what we do. I'm going to give you the choice. It's episode 50. You might want to switch it up. Yeah. Do you want to talk other stuff first? Do you want to get into some fashion vibes first? You want to get into mm. a little bit of music vibes, get some recommendations out to the people, or 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 do you want to hit hit us with some NBA to start off? Yeah, I don't know. Fashion vibes sound enticing, but, but I was gonna say, man, after the Raptors got knocked out, I was I almost didn't want to talk basketball. <laughs> oh man, no. <laughs> yeah, and we're, but, gonna, we're not. And I'll tell you that right now, we're not gonna talk about that. We're not 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 mentioning it from here forth. But we're going to have to talk about some basketball first, I think. Well, let's talk about some basketball first. So I mentioned the zombie Denver Nuggets just recently came back from a 3-1 deficit from the Utah Jazz. Mm -hmm. They're they're trying to fuck around and do it again next round. Tonight. They go down 3-1 to the LA Clippers, and they're back. At this point, this team just, they cannot be killed. I, I have to wonder if maybe Mike Malone will just go up to Doc Rivers and say, hey, do you guys mind starting off with a 15 point lead tonight? Like we'll give you 15 to nothing because yeah. that's just where we like to come back from. They're more comfortable with that. And doc rivers will probably say, yeah, you know what? I'll take that deal. It feels good for both sides, mm-hmm. man. But this series is insane. And it comes down to one game and the clipper. I don't know. Look, I'm going to give you my prediction at the end. I'm going to run through a couple trends here. Yep. And I'm going to give you my prediction, but man, it is a coin flip at this point. So the thing that I'm noticing the most in these last two games for the Clippers, you're seeing a lot of pointing at one another, which I love to see as a team starts, as a team starts 
falling apart, you get a lot of points. Like, hey, that was your man, right? Hey, hey, that, <laughs> no, I was over. Whoa, I was over here. Yeah, that was your man on the other side. You were supposed to help the helper. Yeah. I was helping on the three point line. You get a lot of people blaming each other, and that is what this Clippers team is starting to do. Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell, two honestly, the two leading six man of the year candidates coming off the bench for the Clippers. Montrezl Harrell obviously won the award officially, but both of them are falling apart. Dude, okay, Nicola, here's a stat for you, Gary, that's going to blow your mind. A stat for all the kids at home that you can take and tell other people and blow their minds as the game starts tonight. Tell mm-hmm. people that when Montrez Harrell is guarding Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic is shooting over 70%. 70% of his shots are going in. Bro, are you even playing the game? Like... Like, and and it's so funny because Nikola Jokic definitely knows it. He's someone who's maybe looking at the stats. As soon as he gets the ball, he'll just flip it up right away. He legit w- will have it for less than a second when Montrose Harold guarding him. It'll look awkward as almost anything Nikola Jokic yeah. does besides passing the ball. Any shot he takes looks a little awkward. It goes in every single time. Man, do you know what's funny is someone unguarded could probably have a lower percentage than that. For sure, like, that's for, like, like 100%, yeah. like way lower. <laughs> yeah, oh, no doubt, man. The thing is, is like Montrezl, who's obviously out there for his offense, he's almost unplayable at this point in the series. Mm-hmm. Zubats, who's going against is his brother-in-arms in, in Jokic there, a couple Serbians. He's done a good job. Obviously, he's not giving you the same offensive output. He doesn't give you the same switch ability. But, I mean, at this point, I think the Clippers in Game 7, like this is a little drastic. They might even just think, hey, let's honestly just play Zubots outward until he inevitably fouls out and then just try your hand at, at Harrell. But, like, you just got to mm-hmm. give all these minutes to Zubot. Like, Harrell is useless out there. Lou Williams hasn't had a uh, standout game this series. And the scary thing is for the Clippers is that uh, Jamal Murray, who was leading the Nuggets. We talked about him. He was going crazy. He made people forget about his Instagram live um, <laughs> flub a, 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 earlier this year. He was playing so well. People weren't even defining him by that anymore. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. But mm-hmm. make sure you don't have any um, children or elderly around yeah. you. Uh, I'm a little offensive, a little bit. <laughs> but, man, he was going off. He hasn't had a defining game this series. I I, there's definitely a chance in this game seven that it becomes the Jamal Murray show. And that is bad news for the Clippers tonight. Now, mm-hmm. who am I picking? Well, you could probably guess from all I've said. Now, okay, the thing is, though, when you have a 3-1 comeback, people forget that the Clippers, they did win three games. They are, mm-hmm. They've won three games. They can clearly beat this team. It's ridiculous to say that. Uh, it definitely won't be a blowout game for the Clippers. They could definitely have a blowout win for sure. The Nuggets, obviously, they have some holes in their defense that they got to figure out. That's why they're down 3 1 twice in a row. Mm-hmm. However, I'm picking the Nuggets to win. I like the idea of Jamal Murray having a defining playoff game uh, this series. Now, the Heat Celtics series. Man, I know one. you're excited. I know you're excited for this one, Gary. Well, I'm very, I'm really torn because, like, I don't know. Back you when I was Jimmy. You back when Jimmy. I was eight, I guess I chose the Celtics as my team, mm. and now I just have yeah. to live with that for the rest of my life. No, no, no. I think made you're, an uneducated you're more of a Jimmy guess. Butler guy, though. You, love I am. A, I would. I just watched his Hot Ones episode. Actually, this. this oh, really? Week. Yeah, you're yeah. Get, you're getting into the Jimmy vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Man, uh, it's 
It's going to be this nuts. Is, like, I don't know what to expect. It's going to be a difficult series. A particular, I think that Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum, a lot of the series, in a good way, they're going to take each other out. Both, mm-hmm. I think Jason Tatum is very underrated on defense. Against the Raptors, he's so long. He's so attentive. He's so athletic. He got in those passing lanes like crazy. I think him and Jimmy Butler are really going to almost take each other out of the series mm-hmm. at a lot of different points. Um, and this is, a, this is a wild take. Calling it now. We're getting one big Kelly Olenek game this series who yeah i haven't seen him in a while white long hair looks a little bit like he might sell uh drugs to prep school kids and it's actually oregano behind the school looks a little bit like that however should have played in the 70s probably yeah yeah, for sure should have played in the 70s yeah he a former boston celtic obviously because mm, look at him obviously (laughs) used to play for celtics yeah Coming off the bench for the Heat, I think this is going to be a series for big men to actually play a role. Obviously, Bam is going to be uh, a huge factor. I think Tice on the Celtics is going to play a big role. But I think Olenek, someone who can stretch the floor, give a little bit of spacing alongside of Duncan Robinson, Tyler Harrow, let Jimmy Butler get in the paint a bit. I think he's going to have – I think there's going to be one Kelly Olenek game, which Guess one, I wouldn't though. have guessed heading into the playoffs. But I cannot it's be not the fir- it's not this more game, though, for the it- series. It's not this game tonight, though. It's certainly not game one. No, no, no. This is when... You think, like, they're like, down, okay, like... we got to search for some... Cre- they're down 3-1, and then they're like, okay. <laughs> Kelly, buddy, get in there. So, I think it's like, okay, we've really exhausted all of our matchup options. We're looking for some creativity right now. And they go, Kelly, tie that hair up, dust off those Converse sneakers, you're going in. I think I think this is a late game, uh, a, a late series Kelly Olynyk game. But for game one, I mean, uh, I'll go with the I'll go with the Heat. They've had more rest. I think the Heat take this game. I think they start off the series strong. There's no mm-hmm. home court advantage. That really doesn't matter at all in the bubble. But I yeah. think the series will go to seven games. I'm very confident in that, and I'm very excited for that. If I'm going to guess a series winner, it's tough. I. I want the Celtics to win. And you know what? I think they will. I think they will. They're, they're going to mm-hmm. be less rested. But the thing that people forget, this is the third time the Celtics have been in the conference finals in four years. Jason yeah. Tatum, look, he's 23, 22, 22 years old, 22? I think is, yeah. 22 years old. And he's he been knows here. the conference finals. He's been here against LeBron James. Look, I love Jimmy Butler. He's not LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown knows this. Uh, Kemba Walker has not made it to the second round of the playoffs, let alone the conference finals. But he certainly knows big game situations. If you go back to his time at UConn, he, he is ready for this sort of environment. Gordon Hayward, look, they say that fourth baby tends to come out early. I don't know. Do they? I feel like that's a thing. I think but if that. his wife gives birth again just after he comes back in the bubble, I mean, great for his life. A little bit unfortunate for the team, but I think it honestly will not make a drastic difference. I think the Celtics are that good. The Heat are incredibly uh, well-balanced, great defense, but man, I cannot wait for this series to start. I'm taking Celtics. I'm taking Denver tonight. And then I'm taking Celtics for the series, baby. Okay. And how many? One last. How many thinking? Seven. Oh, seven. seven for oh, sure. okay. I was going to say. Long. I no think it's going seven. It's maybe six. It's not going five. These are two very, very good teams that are used to adversity. I love yeah. them both. This is going to be an awesome series. Like, it sucks that the Raps are out, but if any two other teams had to be in it, 
ah, fuck the Bucks. I don't want to watch the Bucks. I don't want to watch Giannis succeed yeah. not on the Raptors. These are the two teams I want to see. What about my boy so, Kyle Korver, bro? Still playing. Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. Shout out to <laughs> Kyle Korver. Bro, Shout I didn't even realize he still Kyle played, Korver. but I looked up the Bucks roster yet a couple days ago. Yeah. And I was like, what the f- This man was yeah. playing in 2006. Like he way some, back. He had, some, he had some moments. He had some moments, but he can't move anymore. He's not a playoff guy. I'll tell you no, that much. No. He's he's not doing much for them in the playoffs. Certainly not. It didn't he's look, played didn't on look great the heat. every guy yeah. on the team in the NBA. He was he was doing laps out there. He wasn't doing a whole lot of uh point production. <laughs> yeah. Now I have one more <laughs> I have one I have one more vibe for you. So last week we talked about how Reggie Miller would average forty five points per game. That's what he claimed. Yeah. And we talked about how that's simply not the case because he's Basically, he's Clay Thompson in today's league. Yeah. Clay Thompson, not averaging 35. James Harden, not even quite averaging 35. What, like, ridiculous claim. Now, I want you to guess what. So, Paul Pierce, known for some ridiculous claims. Mm-hmm. What do you think he said he would average in today's NBA? Give it a give it a shot. Reggie Miller, Hall of Fame player, said that he would 45. average 45. Yeah. Paul Pierce, what do you, more of a modern player. Somewhere. Sure, yeah, more of a modern player, not a 90s player. He's used no. to the defense that we're seeing today, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you can't be like, oh, there's uh, no hand checks now. You didn't play with hand checks. Now, here's here's the thing. I want to say, I want to want him to have said 30-something, like 32 mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. That's like the highest I'd go. But I have a feeling That's he high. said like 47 or something. Now, let me tell this right now, Gary. Yeah. 47 is a high number, right? That's a really high number. <laughs> How about 50? How about 50? 50 points per game? How about Paul Pierce went on television and told people when he knew they were watching and listening that he would average 50 points a game? Will yeah. Chamberlain, in his best season, when he was playing against plumbers and washing machine repairmen, yeah. averaged 50 points per game when he was the only player over six foot five in the yeah. whole league average 50 per game paul pierce the man who got carried off in a wheelchair because and this is alleged he may have pooped his pants in a playoff game and look i don't want to spread slander but there is a little bit of evidence to support that paul you think you'd average 50 points and i don't even have that in my anti-vibes i loved that so much because there are very few things that i like more than laughing at paul pierce making a fool of himself on tv i had to put that in one of my vibes that may be i mean vibe of the he's week. a somewhat modern player he didn't even average 50 so how are you gonna say you're gonna average 50 in today's game when you the barely just retired paul oh, <laughs> oh you were around seven years ago yeah what, what are you talking about <laughs> where are you getting this from now i don't want to throw a bunch this. of slander on my boy paul pierce's name though. yeah he, yeah i don't want to i don't want former celtic him. now I want to jump on a, a few anti vibes um, before before we jump in to uh, our our regular anti vibes. So I'm gonna run through them quick. First of all, I man, I now I I believe in curses. I think that is I think we should establish that mm-hmm. right now. I don't know if I've said that on the podcast before, but my grandmother, love her to death, gifted me an Andrea Barniani jersey. <laughs> A few years ago, and now this is when Andrea. Oh, I thought you meant re- recently, <laughs> like oh, like oh, oh, like it was like last recently, year. This was like at least seven years after Andrea Bargnani was not on the Raptors anymore. <laughs> yeah. Almost to the point where it's tough to find. 
Mm-hmm. I don't even know where she would have got it. Do you but think she it, just it, bought it and then just like didn't gift it to you for like maybe? So what I think is that she bought it because it's big. It's like double XL. I think she bought it for me like as a kid and then accidentally like found out it was way too big when it arrived. It was mm-hmm. like I'll gift this to him like a few years down the road. And yeah. so I wore it for game one of the first round last year, and the Toronto Raptors lost the Orlando match. And I thought, you know what, this jersey is fucking cursed. It's cursed. I can right? Like, that would be your assumption. Like, it's mm-hmm. the jersey that's cursed. Andrea Bargnani? Of course he's a cursed Raptors player. Yeah. So I hid the jersey in the back of my closet. Haven't touched it since. Um, and sometimes on, like, Friday the 13th or, like, on ha- Halloween night, it'll, like, give off a green glow in my closet and, like, kind of vibrate ominously. And so mm-hmm. I ignored it. I thought, you know, that's just a classic curse. I just won't put it on. Yeah. Dude, I'm a fool. I was watching the game. The Raptors were down going into halftime. I was like, you know what? I got to switch the mojo up. Put the jersey I put on. on. The cur- I put uh, on the cursed jersey, man. Like a And then fool. they started like a- turning over the ball like crazy. And then, and then they couldn't hold on the ball. I swear <laughs> to God. So I, I put on the jersey and took it off probably five or six times for the game. I couldn't pick a direction because I'd take it off. They'd have a few good possessions. Then they'd turn it over. I'd be like, okay, I got to put it back on. They're starting to turn the ball over. It was almost to the point where it kind of seemed like the jersey wasn't making the difference. But I know that's not the case. It's a cursed jersey. And and mm-hmm. you know what? Honestly, Raptors fans, if you want to put a little bit of the blame on me, I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. It's a little bit on me. Also, can people I know specifically, uh, a little bit on Raptors Twitter too, can we stop being so harsh to Pascal Siakam? We have such an elitist... Uh, view of ourselves as fans now. Hey, if you were around ten years ago, the Raptors had zero fight. You'd mm-hmm. be, we'd be happy if we won one game in the first round. Zero respect for ourselves as a franchise. I'd be yeah. watching Jose Calderon. I'd be, oh my god, he's the pure point guard of a championship team. No, he's not. We sucked, and now we're fighting in the semifinals. A gritty loss in Game Seven. People are saying, oh, I man, there was this tweet from someone I know. They were pretty much like, um. Oh my, like it was the lamest diss. It was like, my grandma could score more than Pascal Siakam. <laughs> like, fuck off. This like, is I what, get he I was a you star last year and he franchise. just didn't perform like in the, the when he needed hmm. to. But look, he's got he definitely doesn't, des- yeah, yeah, he doesn't or, deserve it. Look, he, he came up short. He came yeah. up short as a star player. That's okay. Doesn't mean we need to rip apart his whole career his whole mm-hmm. be like him as a person dude i hate that i wrote a blog last year during the championship saying i think it was titled all aboard the bandwagon saying look i've been here since as soon as i was alive my dad propped me in front of the television and told me i was a raptors fan mm-hmm. i've loved this team through the jorge garbajosas and the joey Grams of the world the players yeah. who if we announced them at the beginning of the episode it would come with a who right after the mm-hmm. shitty players but I said, I love having Canadian fans jump on the bandwagon for this championship team because that's what's beautiful about basketball is it can bring people together. Mm-hmm. This is not what I envisioned when I said that, is yeah. now you're all snobs because you've endured a championship and you feel like you can rip apart our all-star. That's the this thing, right? All these people that are shit-talking Siakam are the people who just became fans last year. This is what being <laughs> a, an actual fan of a franchise is. Some years suck the lakers are one of the most prolific franchises in the history of sports for years this past decade has been tough has Mm -hmm. been 
really rough. They went years without making the playoffs. Yeah. You don't get to pick and choose when you appreciate your players, only when they're on a championship parade. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, it's just so – look, I was happy to have you on the bandwagon, but you can't be ripping apart the players the next year when we don't make it to the conference finals. That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. Now, I do have one more anti-vibe, Gary, from sports, if you'll have me. Oh, go for it's it. It's not one from the basketball realm. I don't know if you saw, and this is this is a real one. Mm-hmm. This past week was that happens. It was Suicide Prevention Day, and I don't know if you saw Skip Bayless on his show alongside Shannon Sharp. Did you see that, Gary? I, you know I what saw. I'm I actually to? did see a Skip Bayless clip this week, but it wasn't about yeah. that. It was not so, about that. Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, came out and said after his brother's death, particularly when he was very isolated. And and I think I don't want to I don't want to put words in as well. I think it was like he had some some scary thoughts. I think is what he said, mm-hmm. and it was kind of the illusion that look there were some some dark maybe uh, suicidal thoughts, but there was definitely some depression and anxiety there. Very brave of him to say that. Obviously, right? The only normal human reaction is wow, what a brave thing to say, especially as the leader of like a, um, a traditionally masculine sport, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a moment. I thought it was really powerful. I listened to the clip multiple times. Skip Bales the next day comes out and he says, look, mental illness is real, very real. I want to say that right now, if you have mental illness, go get help. But, and look, if you're advocating but. for mental health, shouldn't come with a but, shouldn't Mm-mm. come with a, that should be it. Just say, hey. Very real. Thanks, Dak. No, but. However, Skip Bayless, being the doorknob, the polarizing doorknob that he is, goes on to say, if you're the leader of a football team, if you have men around you, literally, dude, it felt like an SNL sketch. He goes, yeah. if you have a group of men around you looking for a leader, don't show your, your weakness like that. Fuck off, Skip Bayless. And then the next day, he comes with some bullshit PR um message saying that like oh people misinterpreted my comments dude and the thing is i don't even think he believes that i think if you put him on a lie detector test he wouldn't even necessarily believe that statement just because it's so egregious Mm -hmm. but it's so bullshit that that's how i hate that that's how media is run right now it's it's a no one gives a shit about saying anything right or saying any, anything accurate. It's like, who can say the mo- most bombastic comment first? Who can get retweeted the most to get viewers on Fox or ESPN? Mm-hmm. Who can be the most polarizing? Yeah. I fucking hate that. Like, Skip Bayless is everything wrong with sports media, and media in general. It was just the craziest, least sensitive comment. Mm-hmm. And it's been talked about for sure, but I mean... I. I just, I, I could, we couldn't not bring it up. It was just so ridiculous. Like, obviously, no one's on that side. Like, I mean, shout mm-hmm. to Dak Prescott, of course, but I mean, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. I, I, it yeah, blew I my I, mind. I think I saw a clip of them talking about it on the Pat McAfee show, actually. So, oh, okay, and they were yeah. like, they were, they were all like, no, like, that's what you look for in a leader is someone who's not afraid to be open. Like, exactly and and look even if it was like even if it was shannon sharp a hall of fame tight end saying that i would Mm -hmm. have the exact same sentiments yeah however the fact that it's skip bayless telling us 
what type of leader sports teams need you dweeb what do you know about what sports teams need mm-hmm. it's so but there's this hilarious clip of skip bales ripping apart like what de- like different point guards. i think he's talking about russell westbrook and jalen rose one of my favorite sports commentators this is from like years and years ago um he said he pulls it he goes uh like basically hey why are you talking you you average did you average 1.3 points per game as a senior like dude he pulls out his high school stats on yeah. live national television and it just shuts skip bales up he's like, did you play junior varsity as a junior and man skip bales just shuts up we need more of that like people need to bring that up to him Mm-hmm. on a daily basis just humble that man there needs oh to be God. like a twitter account called skip bales high school stats or something yeah just tweet <laughs> yeah, at him like every day every post day. a different game like three <laughs> minutes zero points one rebound three turnovers just like the worst stats ever and just post them daily yeah yeah maybe we'll start that up now do you want so for our um so we got music we got fashion we got oh man i got i even got a little bit of bachelor for you do you want to start positive or negative um, I'm going to start it off with a negative, actually, I think. All right, hit me. Hit me with so, it. This is a negative if you're a pet owner, and I'm sorry to say this. Man, okay, so th- is this what you were teasing me with? Yeah, this is what I was episode? teasing with you earlier. So here's Man, the story. Okay. So one of my friends this morning, actually, um, had like a bylaw officer knocked on her door, and the bylaw officer was not even looking for her. She, they were at the wrong address or something, and she opens the door, and her two cats run out. And so this bylaw officer checks the tags on the cats and turns out oh, one of them no. was expired and she got a $250 fine. Oh, no. oh, and the guy was at the wrong house. Yeah, the guy was at the wrong oh, house. Oh my god, this guy is such a dick. You yeah. just move up doing your business. Why are you checking the tags? Yeah, bro. He's just oh, like, oh, god. that one got handed to me. Here's a $250 yeah, fine. Yeah, wow. Like but it turns out, apparently there's a bylaw, and my girlfriend was telling me this, that each household can have a maximum of two pets. <laughs> what? And I'm, I, okay. I'm pretty. You have more than two, right? You have a dog. Yeah, two we cats got three. And a dog. Yeah. yeah, you have a three. Yeah. So yes, sir. you're breaking a law right now. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, that. yeah, bylaw. Yeah, yeah, a bylaw. If if a bylaw officer comes wandering by your house, sees that you so, got three pets. Let me ask I'd, you this, and and I don't know how strong our lawyer community is. Uh, mm-hmm. Reach out to a very strong nursing community. Uh, we got a very passionate nutritionist community as well. Yeah. We got a few accountants. We got some engineers. We got we even got an X-ray technician. We got a we got a bevy of of people out there listening. A, mm-hmm. a good mix, a tapestry, if you will. Yeah. Let us know what what like what's a bylaw officer? Is it the same as a? Are you a police officer? Nope. Are you like what's the ranking? Are you the He's same a, as like a campus a bylaw officer? officer is like same a door to door policeman essentially <laughs> it's just like going around like, making sure you're following all the rules are they allowed to handle a gun i don't think so or do they just have a bunch of zip ties they because just got... you're rocking zip ties you're not i'm not paying your ticket and that's a, and i wouldn't even be surprised bit... if they wouldn't even they're not even allowed to citizens arrest i don't think i think that's that's <laughs> they, above their jurisdiction less authority than the average citizen. <laughs> yeah, yeah you actually get demoted as a human a little bit when you're a bylaw officer yeah yeah, I hope we don't have a strong community of bylaw officers. I know. So, well, my girlfriend's yeah. dad was a bylaw officer at one point. So, really, eh? Yeah. But he's graduated past that. Is he just a yeah. citizen now? He he's got promoted. Just a, to he citizen. got promoted to <laughs> citizen. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's that is actually hilarious that he was at the wrong house and he was still yeah. like, oh well, I've got I mean, way too much time on my hands. Yeah, it's definitely a case by case basis. I'll, not all bylaw officers suck, but this guy does. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, yeah. All bylaw officers are bad. Let's start that hashtag. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah oh that is so funny wow that's nuts all right i'll hit you with uh, i'll hit you with another negative that we alluded to on the gossip boys podcast by the way oh, yeah. if you like gossip girl come come watch with us every week on saturdays so mm-hmm. the blood donors man they're yeah. back yeah. they're back dude so live very on early on very early on in the run of my podcast history we talked about how I first went to donate blood because I had a crush on a girl and she asked me to. And I said, yes. And Mm -hmm. then I didn't really like it that much. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but would I rather not have a needle in my arm for like 10 minutes and then feel kind of tired after and have to drink some shitty orange juice out of a body? Yeah. I mean, obviously I'd rather just go about my day. Mm -hmm. So ever since I gave them my info, because when you're there with the girl, you're not going to be like, Oh, I don't want to give you any of my info. Because you're like, oh, are you not invested in this? I, I'm pretty sure I told her that I had done it before, too, as well. Yeah. So gave all my info. And boy, do they follow up. They follow up, man. And I learned the hard way that if you don't do it, like if you don't automatically like keep rescheduling, they will call you like crazy. They're like bylaw officers. They'll probably start coming to my door. Yeah. And so what I did for ye- legitimately years, years and years, I just kept like setting an appointment and then as soon as it would come up i would set it for like i'd have to reschedule it for like five months later you could do that all online but if you mm-hmm. miss one that's when they start calling yeah dude and i had all and you asked me why don't you just set one for years later or why don't you just like block the number or tell them like i don't want to book an appointment i don't i don't i don't have that that disagreeable <laughs> quality i want people to like me um even people they have no idea who i am it's just some woman on the or man on the other end of the phone for sure however i just don't have that trait in me to to confront someone like that i prefer to do it we've established this before i'm not confrontational i prefer to do it behind people's backs on a podcast right Mm -hmm. yeah that's why we started this thing and so i booked it like six like a full six months eight months later in advance didn't even think about it but the thing about doing that is you forget about it and it passed and they have been calling me like crazy Mm -hmm. i haven't blocked the number dude there's just something a little bit too far about blocking a blood donation (laughs) clinics number that's you know what i mean like that's a different step avoiding them is different from actively blocking them i think that may Mm -hmm. be um a little bit of a, a fast track to hell right there yeah like i'll be going up to heaven and be like okay yep oh pretty good stuff on your pre. wait what's this little footnote did you block the number of a donation clinic and they just send me right down yeah boom pull the lever gone so that i don't know i don't know what what the the, maybe they'll come to my door and and give me a ticket i really i really don't know the power that these people have they might i don't know again legal community reach out let us know what we're dealing with Mm mm-hmm now, Gary, I do have a couple music vibes that I'd like to throw your way. I don't know if we've talked about them before, but they've both been featured in the magazine. And as the magazine comes to a close, September 26th, get ready, guys. Mark your calendars. Last issue. Best issue. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. Unequivocally, the best writing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I, I, I write three main articles in there, plus our featured article. The best writing I've ever done. So get ready for that. Please give it a read. It's it's free. It's free. It takes 50 minutes out of your day to read an article. It's free. Yeah. Come on, guys. So <laughs> our featured articles, though, we feature an unknown, a relatively unknown artist. I want to run through two of them. So first one, Family Time slash Talib. Are mm-hmm. you I've sent you both of these, Gary. You're familiar you with, with me both. You sent me both of these at one point. I think so I was. So what they are 
what they are they, they're the same group mm-hmm. and they're so mysterious dude they actually changed their name without telling anyone with no announcement they just abandoned the name talib and yeah. i i love their music and i was like holy shit where'd these guys go they haven't released anything since 2017 i did some research i did some deep deep dives for the, this this is the most research i had to do on the featured articles um i had to go deep on these guys and it turns out they moved back to spain they were from spain moved mm-hmm. to london moved back to spain they were playing at hotels telling people that they were a covers band and yeah. lying and actually just playing their own new stuff and testing it out at yeah. the hotels uh, eventually i think they got fired because the hotel found <laughs> out that they were just playing their own music and not covers of like well-known songs mm-hmm. and so they moved back to london and started recording under a new name family time they are amazing check them out my other one is kevin morby he was featured uh, volume 10 volume Mm -hmm. 10 i believe i love him super strong bluesy folk um sound really uh passionate voice different really very unique soulful folk which i appreciate because sometimes folk can be a little dry i find mm-hmm. or a little too bare bones a little these, background kind of almost you kind of a know. little yeah yeah exactly yeah but he has these these really strong orchestras behind him and his voice mm-hmm. is super strong uh, so give him a a, a check of kevin morby just spelled how it sounds but the reason i'm bringing these up gary yeah is because i'd like to make an announcement it's, it's episode 50 and we got a few spicy look we're in a different location uh we have we have a game seven coming up but but i want to announce something now i said we have a few spicy projects coming up now that the magazine is over Mm -hmm. now this one is a minor project but i want to announce it we will be releasing juncture magazine playlists Mm -hmm. on um we're figuring out the basis right now might be monthly it might be a few every month but me and gary there are a few things in the world that we love more than music music is my primary love i love basketball I love I love film. I love The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. But I love music more than anything. And Gary is a huge music head himself. You haven't really gotten the chance to really express that on the pod or obviously yeah, the magazine. I take pride in my music though. My mostly specifically my playlists. Yeah. Your play exactly. Mm-hmm. We are curators by by trade. Mm-hmm. So well not by trade. That's a little bit of a lie. <laughs> we're we're uh, by choice. We're, Curators by choice, traders by trade. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is we're going to put out these players. So get ready. They're going to, again, they're going to be free. Like I, we we just put out free content. Why not consume it? I know you got some time in the day. You're, you're driving to class. You're studying. There's going to be a bunch of different genres. We're people who like to listen to very, very diverse um, genres of music and artists. And we're going to get Carson involved. We're going to get Caleb involved. Mm-hmm. Other people have written on music before for the magazine we're gonna get them involved but mostly it's gonna be your boys from the podcast and and you're gonna hear some some of our recommendations that we've talked about on here and you're also gonna get some exclusive looks into some new music that you have not heard before we can guarantee that so get ready for that now mm-hmm. gary do you i have ooh, hmm do you have any vibes or anti-vibes left because I, I i have some other stuff heating up here Okay, if you got stuff heating up, maybe I'll hit him with a little. I got kind of played yesterday by oh some guys well, in a parking lot. <laughs> oh oh hello yeah. okay. So I can, I was, you know what? I can't even wait for that one. I'm gonna need you to fill me in right away. Yeah yeah I will I will gladly. Yeah. Okay. I need you to tell me who won in this situation. 
Okay, cool. I feel kind of played. I well, I'm some... rooting for you yeah. off the bat. I hope that makes you feel good. Yeah, so I'm picking up my girlfriend at the mall, and I just like pull Big off, flex. pull off to the side at like one of the entrances, and I'm like mm. just on the curb, not in a parking spot or anything. Yeah. And this group of, I guess, Western students pulls up beside me, like directly beside me. So they're in like the middle of the road. Yeah. And they're like being rambunctious and yelling and stuff. Yeah. And these two guys. So old. They were it was, being rambunctious. Oh my God, man. It's actually like, it kind of annoys me, like the way they're acting. But two of them get out of the car and they're going into the mall as it's closing, which already a dumb move. Yeah. Figure out what time it closes. And the first thing they do when they get out of the car is they have Starbucks in their hand. They're like, Oh, these drinks were shit, man. They just like throw it in the trash. Yeah. I was like, okay. Dude, so talk- already? Like, right off the Exactly. Bat. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, They're already negative, like yeah. I already dislike these people, but There's I'm not no way to operate. I'm paying life. them no attention. I'm just like looking down at my phone, just like, like trying to ignore them. Yeah. And so their car's still parked there, and the two guys who got out have gone into the mall. And the guys beside me are just waiting, like just hanging out. And my window's cracked a little bit, so I can hear what they're talking about. Man, I'm so nervous for you right now. And like, I hear this guy uh, in the passenger seat. He's like, yo, window, window, window. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy is saying? That, is he call, like, he's that's calling to me. He's like, window, window, window. And I look over. I'm like, like, I just acknowledge him. He's like, yo, roll your window down. So I like start rolling it down. They just drive off. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I dude. got kind of played. You got owned. You got owned. I got played. Okay, I got so played. You, get, you got owned. And that sucks because... Me and Carson have actually been laughing at those videos all week. Yeah, uh, have so you I didn't see. Them? I didn't think that. Was, I didn't know if it was a thing or not. Because that's I obviously it a, a I've TikTok multiple, thing. Or I've seen multiple by the same guy. Yeah. Um, do you think we've thought we've talked about this before? Do you think you got TikToked? That's what I'm saying. I could have gotten TikToked. I thought it was like as soon as it happened, I was like, wait, that's it's definitely like a feeling. a trend or something, right? And it you just said you. So there you go. I I just got, I got TikToked. You've yeah, been TikToked. Do you think they filmed it? I didn't look like it, but they could have. I don't know. Uh, they could have. That's the thing, dude. Like that's why I thought that when I was selling that dude, when he was trying to buy some porn at my bookstore, mm-hmm. I like. There's no way this is not being filmed right now. Yeah, man. So if you see me installing TikTok, like, let's damn, know. that sucks, man. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Like, I wanted to be on your side. You can't be. You got. You got on, dude. Yeah. I okay. So I I had a similar situation just this morning, man. So my running track. And this is a very dramatic running track, um, and it might be coming to a close from the stories from this running track because it's at a high school where where near I live, where I live, and that's all the details you need to know. We've already talked about how many pets I have this episode; it's a little too personal already. So, mm-hmm. but that being said, I run at this running track naturally, but school is back in. So the last yeah. two days, I've had teenagers walk walking around the track. First of all, walking in like a whole line, like a barricade man as i'm trying to run like they're, they have this wall you can't even talk to each other that well that way like you can't yeah. talk from a person on this side of the track to that side in a lot just do multiple rows don't block the whole thing so i have to go on the grass but the thing is that age group terrifies me man mm-hmm. it's a terrifying age group high school even like young universities anyone who yeah hasn't... first year these guys who played me they were definitely first year Immature people are terrifying because I think they have no empathy for feelings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I certainly didn't. If we, if if anyone followed me on Twitter back in grade nine, ten, like that, I I was I was thrown out roasts left and right. Not no no care in the world. Now yeah. I would never think to do so. Mm-hmm. But 
and John Mulaney has this hilarious bit where he's like, oh, like tweens basically pull out the one thing that you're sensitive about. Like they'll be like, oh, wow, that guy, that guy's got really high knees. And you're like, damn it, that's the one thing that, that I notice every morning. And so I'm terrified I'm going to get heckled. Plus, I've got headphones in. So I might mm-hmm. miss some little whispery comments. Yeah, you might miss and, the heckle, which is like it, my it's, worst it's, nightmare. It, it, that, yeah, missing the heckle is tough. You can't even yeah. address it because I think I'm pretty quick on my feet. I could definitely say something. You know what yeah. my go-to is? What is it? I And I've used this before when I have obnoxious kids. Like, I don't know, when I'm playing basketball somewhere and, and some kids are just being annoying or whatever. Me and Carson mm-hmm. pulled this one out. I go, hey, he's got a crush on you. If there's any girl there, I'll point to the like any guy and I'll go, he's got a crush on you and point to any girl. And dude it's devastating every that would time. be devastating and that's like the most devastating thing that could happen to someone who's in like high school who's maybe like i don't know who wants to climb the social ladder the most you know what i mean because he's yeah. going to be talking the most he's going to be the most desperate to throw out some disses yeah then you pick the prettiest girl dude these are hormonal teens chances are he's got a crush on every girl he's ever seen i'm yeah. probably shooting like a nikola Jokic percentage at that point right there's like a 70 percent success rate yeah. boom you look like you don't really fit in with the group but you're talking a lot of shit you're super pretty boom mash them together game over i win so mm-hmm. keep that in your back pocket tougher with university students because they might just be like yeah it's my girlfriend you fucking idiot you know what i mean or some yeah they'll say some dumb shit they'll come back with some stupid shit they they won't care they, they, they don't, just don't care at that point care. right they got freedom yeah. for the first time they're yeah. at the mall and they're just gonna go home and smoke weed and drink for the next yeah 17 hours like and they, they don't they have, have to no spend every day the in their lives five days a week with that specific person you know what i mean it's yes, not like well, they're, they're not yeah. locked into a classroom or anything. They don't work. They're not even in the real world yet. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just, just have no conscience. Yeah, you're yeah. not. That's almost an invincible battle. They, yeah, yeah they've worked. I think yeah, some first insecurity. year, first year university students are a different breed, man. Like just a, yeah, a different breed of debauchery. It just invincible. You can't do it. You can't <laughs> say anything. You can't. You, you can't. can't. You can't. No, and they they know like like this dude's like twenty two, going on twenty three. Look, that's not very old. But, but we're he's ancient already to like, them. like he, yeah, yeah. He drinks four beers and he's <laughs> he's de- dead the next morning yeah. i literally just butt chugged a two six and <laughs> i'm at the mall right now yeah. you know what i mean like and they're, sniff they're not some the adderall species. or something yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like they're just yeah. like yeah different different go. different breed so okay i want to hit you with i haven't hit anyone with a fashion vibe in a while but i have a good one actually i have a spicy one and i want your thoughts on it okay gary mm-hmm. yeah let's hear it so we're getting into fall. My favorite season, if you haven't gathered by the Juncture feed or what I've said on this podcast or the Gossip Boys podcast, I love autumn. I love it. It's so cozy. It's just the best season. Agreed. The about, like, one of the greatest things about fall is the fashion, baby. My, my wardrobe is geared more towards fall. I, I'm so, a sweater guy through and through. Sweater, sweater pants, guy. hat, maybe a hood, you know? Just well, you get cozy vibes. Jackets in there yeah, too. jackets. Oh, it's just the best. So flannels, but flannel season. Is, I kind of want every fall. I like to revamp with a couple new pieces. You know what I mean? I've got my staples yeah. at this point. I'm not going through a growth spurt. I've got. I know what I, I'm. I'm going with. I know the outfits, but I'd like to revamp with some different ones. So, so this is for the guys. Unfortunately, I don't have any for for the girls right now. Um, any any ladies listening? I'm sorry. Maybe I'll bring one into next episode. Episode 51. Shout mm-hmm. out to Popeye Jones. Um, and, but for this, this one's for the guys this week. I found in my research this week for some new clothes, 
80s painter pants by stan ray now really good pant company painter pants if you don't know what those look like um look them up look them up and and look them up yeah 80s painter pants by stan ray on vera shop so that's one of my favorite places to to browse is v-e-r-i shop and so they're basically white pants with blue stripes really kind of a uh a 90s almost a 90s skater look and yeah. they're like the Ader style pa- painter pant you don't really see these anywhere right now i think these are going to be i think that i don't know i think they could be a very good look with like a plain hoodie for sure Mm-hmm. a loose fitting light pant to introduce yourself to the autumn you could throw them on with some throw them on with some doc martens you could definitely throw them on with some air maxes they're mm-hmm. a versatile pant for how niche they look 85 bucks 85 yeah. bucks dude 80s are 80s are in like 80s, 80s are, are in i know 80s it are used in. to be 90 season i think it's 80 season now I'm I've, seen, 80s, I've seen so many people rocking the mustaches recently. Like. Yeah, let's go. I saw some tweets about the mustache this week, yeah. too. I was chatting with our, our friend who's been referenced on this podcast a bunch, and he's gone with the mustache recently. Yeah. I was seeing some steamy tweets about mustaches this week. Mm. People 80s, are people. 80s are, are back, man. They're 80s back. are back, baby. And keep them coming back with it. So what's your verdict, Gary? Yay or nay on the painter pant? It depends on the person. Not everyone's going to be able to rock You think these. I could pull them off? They're high waisted, and you are a tall man, so I think you could pull them off. You know what? I think I can pull them off too. We'll see. We'll see. You will see. They're on their way. They're on their way. I did. I pulled the trigger last night. Depends what you're gonna wear on top of them, but I think you can pull them off. Oh yeah, I definitely have yeah. some items. I'm looking at my closet right now. I definitely have some items in there that I can make that work with. My favorite but- look is uh, your fucking '80s like dinner party look. The one where the, you got like the brown jacket and then the black oh, yeah. like turtleneck kind of thing. Yeah, and sometimes we'll throw some Levi's on yeah, there. Some, you know yeah, what? But, some, but yeah. We got the brown sport jacket. We'll throw on some. I'm some just picturing you with a glass of whiskey. You don't even drink whiskey, but. Yeah, I don't, but I might have to. You we'll we'll have be getting to. Friendsgiving going again. Man, oh, yeah. that's crazy that Friendsgiving is coming up. That's when the podcast maybe we really should have started, a, Maybe we should have a little Friendsgiving like, kind of lookbook. Everyone get uh, nice and dressed up. You know what I mean? Man. Yes. Yeah. yeah I yeah. like that. I like that. Uh, I don't know if I can bring the painter pants. We'll see. We'll see what I got. But I, I think I'm going to get dressed up. I'll bring that sport jacket for sure. All right. We're getting off. We're getting off topic. I'm sorry, people. So <laughs> I want to jump into the Bachelorette officially yes. returning, Gary. I saw that. I saw a commercial we for have it. A date, October 13th. We have a date. I know. I've been Huge. scouring. I I think it was the 27th. So it's been a couple of weeks since we have had that date announced. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because I was looking really frequently, and then I just kind of like gave up. I was like, "Holy shit, I'm not seeing anything." And the thing is, so that's a vibe. But the anti-vibe is, I I keep getting baited by these art. Like, I should be smarter as someone who is very online, as someone who writes online. I should be able to see through the clickbait. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the Bachelor, that's my blind spot, dude. I never see it coming. Yeah. They got me every time, dude. And this morning. I clicked on an article that was like, ooh, Bachelor veteran seen on the set of The Bachelorette. And I was like, oh, my God, Nick Vial's back. He's back for another round. He wants more. Dude, turns out it was a married couple. I don't give a <laughs> shit. What? Why would I care yeah. that Ashley and Jared are on the beach of The Bachelor set? Are they both trying to seduce Tasha? 
Because if that's not the case, I don't no. care. I want romantic drama. Someone's married. That's the opposite of what I want to see on this show. Yeah. I want to see people distinctively not getting married yeah. until the very end. Until the very end, actually. Because mm-hmm. Pilot Pete, we don't even need to talk about Pilot. <laughs> we don't, I mean, is he dead to you, Gary? Oh, he's been dead to me. You know, you know he's um that he's dating oh what was her name the one we loved kelly kelly he's dating yeah. her full time now eh? i know and barb loved her yeah barb loves her she's commenting I mean, all it's a weird situation i don't even want to talk about it yeah okay we don't want to get into barb because we have the we had the bar <laughs> barb army kill yeah. us crucifying us on yeah. reddit but less <laughs> less than a month today we'll be watching the bachelor again my man the bachelorette insane. oh Man, I'm so excited. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Man, that might actually, you know what? That might actually do it for this week's episode of The Run of My Pocket. We went through a lot. I have some leftover topics, but you know what? I'm happy with this as episode 50. We made an mm-hmm. announcement for stuff coming up. We talked about a lot. We talked about basketball. We talked about Skip Bayless. We talked about music playlists coming up, fashion vibes, Friendsgiving, Bachelorette. We talked about it all. Being we TikTok. talked about Gary getting TikToked. Yeah, that's my Thank first appearance on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, that too. How's it feel? Doesn't bad. feel great. It feels really oh, no, bad. Oh no, no, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Oh man, thank you guys so much for listening. This is not really episode fifty. This is like episode what seventy five at least. Gary? Seventy something. Yeah. Because we were doing point fives forever. But thank you guys so much. I know there are a bunch of people out there who've listened to every episode. And have told me that man, shout that out to you. Shout warms out to you. my heart. Yeah, yeah. it shows to the people who cu- who drift in, and I know there are some people who oh they go through stages. You know, life gets busy. They've missed a few weeks. Now oh they're coming back for a month or two. And those people, thank you as well, sincerely. Mm-hmm. I know we do a lot of joking around on this podcast. It warms our heart that people are willing to to sit down and listen. Put us in your ears. If if you're the handful of people who watch, that's great too. If you're the the majority of people who listen means just as much thank you guys so much we'll see you next week hopefully caleb's bar mitzvah schedule has slowed down just a bit and he's Mm -hmm. able to make it back on carson busy man he's teaching uh physics dodgeball uh musical i don't i don't know he's he's teaching something though and this week I'll put my listening ears on and I'll get back to you with that news. Mm-hmm. But rate, review, subscribe. Get ready for our final issue of Juncture Magazine on September 26th. Gossip Boys, every Saturday. We got a lot of content for you and keep your eyes out for even more coming up this fall. Thank you guys so much. Remember, Gary. Catch me on TikTok. Producer Gary. Catch you on TikTok and. A weapon never falls. What a month. Peace.